0: years podcast the with justin alexio justin and, alexio. and jeremiah, watkins. jeremiah watkins new episodes every wednesday, every welcome, wednesday. wednesday. Welcome, to welcome to the show hey everybody welcome to the building years this is jeremiah watkins ha
1: ha it's justin alexio Ooh, ha ha.
0: coming off Hot on this podcast. I'm just trying to
1: mix it up because uh, you've probably heard the same intro 300 times. So
0: I mean, thank you to all those loyal people who, if they listen that many times, for sure. Thank you for joining us, everybody. Uh, this, uh, this is another podcast with Justin and myself. We're going to have a good time today. <laughs> Email us at the building here. I love how that's your go-to whenever we're riffing. Sometimes it's just... <laughs> <laughs> I can't think. I'm not funny enough to think. No, nah, that's not true. No, I fucking kill
1: it. <laughs> Let's be real. I do kill it. I improv the a line in a commercial audition about uh, pancakes. So, guys, that's the hot fire I spew on the reg
0: oh yeah yeah man that was that was your your ad lib (laughs) Justin and i auditioned for the same (laughs) commercial day but unfortunately we didn't it was a two-person audition but we didn't audition together and we're like dang it we could audition together we auditioned like
1: 10 minutes apart so we definitely could have went together yeah uh so i guess technically now you're my competition
0: yep it's true (laughs) head-to-head competition baby (laughs) you beat me the last time you booked that (laughs) film Maybe this one, will, <laughs> maybe this one will be mine. Who well, knows? Well, If
1: you win this one, that's way better because thirty thousand dollars.
0: Uh it is a national commercial. That'd be nice. But let's not talk about that, guys, because that <laughs> is just you know positive life changes that might not happen.
1: <laughs> let's not anyway, get too happy. So here.
0: pancakes was your you riffed the guy the line was about pancakes. The, the
1: guy was like, uh, he's like, oh, just just improvise. I hate when like they say improvise, but stick to the script. I'm like, how much can I improvise? Yeah. So I just improvised something about crushing it. It It's like, improvise there. So I was like, say I'll crush pancakes. And then, I don't know, it got weird. But I made the guy laugh, so I hope he didn't burn my take.
0: Oh, perfect. I improvised uh, a Ronda Rousey thing. nice. Yeah, I just didn't even go with the script at all. (laughs) I was like, Ronda Rousey in it. All right. Yeah.
1: That's perfect.
0: That was mine.
1: Uh, Now we wait.
0: What's so interesting about commercial auditions in L.A. is Justin and I knew... Uh, it was like a lot of comedians that were there. We saw John Huck there. Um, I saw my buddy Kunal there that I did the uh, my Coffee Bean commercial with last year. I saw Justin. I auditioned with uh, my buddy Jay Light from the Comedy Store. So that was that was good. I was glad that I went in with somebody that I knew and... was there anybody else there that we knew anyway guys just name dropping that commercial auditions that's all that's happening right now i guess yeah man but it's more just interesting because you it's so weird you forget kind of because you're so worried about your own stuff you forget that everybody is doing the exact same (laughs) thing that you are out here and then and then it like you kind of realize like oh that's why i'm not booking certain things it's like the odds are so against me, it's incredible
1: <laughs> all right. I love how we went from being very positive to now. Here we are, guys. this is what you guys like the guys, darkness
0: the darkness. Thank you for joining the building years.
1: Sometimes I think about I wish I was five years younger, so I, if I was five years younger, I don't think I would have moved to l a the way it is now, you don't have to move to make it anymore. The guy just sort yeah, of... but
0: that's you've been influenced very recently. By... no, but I'm
1: just saying like in general, like youtubers. Do you know, I have a friend that's a teacher, and she's like, you know what they write on their, uh, what I want to be when I grow up? A couple of kids wrote, I want to be a YouTuber. Not want to be a movie star. I want to be a YouTuber. So that's the... Uh, that's disgusting. <laughs> <It's> so
0: gross. <laughs> uh, so gross.
1: But it's all good. Did uh, did you do anything crazy this week, man? Huh? Um, you know... I think. little this little that little I don't that.
0: think anything was too crazy. I did a uh, a show in Venice. I'll talk about that because uh, I'm not going to put the guy on blast who hosted but I'll just <laughs> say um uh well if I get I've already said too much. I should have just <laughs> said it was this this show I did in Venice and then I could have said the host but since I said Venice underground People could look it up if they really want to. Anyway, this guy who hosted, <laughs> He's all right, he just did a set. You know when a host just does a set and they don't host? Yeah, they, they just, just do like, their time. They do their time <laughs> and then they're like, all right, this next guy is like, dude, that's not hosting. You can't just do your set. You have to like talk to the crowd and warm them up a little bit. Yeah, I'm just saying this oh, coming yeah. from a hosting position because I have to host still all the time.
1: So you always bite the bullet. You never do a selfish set.
0: Mm, it's very rare. It sets the show... I mean, I've done it... I ha- I mean, I'm guilty of doing it at least a couple times, but it doesn't t- set the show off on the right foot. Yeah. The energy is literally... You're screwing over the next comic because they're having to do your job by... Yeah. Like, either... It's just delaying the start of the it's show. It's just delaying the start of the show. You have to talk to the audience a little bit within my experience. I've seen some hosts, effectively, who are not, like, crowd work guys who... Just do good enough material though that they can get the show off on a good foot. But if it's something very, very big and like performance heavy, like stuff that I do, or stuff that this guy did, this guy sang the song from the (laughs) 80s to open his set and then was doing all these like racist accents and stuff and set up the show, he was a white guy guy talking like a black guy, talking like an Asian guy. Anyway, all right, so then he brings me up, and then I have to start putting in work. <laughs> but it ended up being a, a good set, and I was I was happy with it. Um, after the show, like a bunch of people, um, I was happy about that. A lot of people were coming up to me, they're like, dude, you're really funny. And I was like, oh, cool, thanks. That's nice to hear whenever you're that early in the show because a lot of times people will freaking just forget about you entirely if you're. Right after the host. If it's like a showcase type show. Yeah. Where you're doing shorter sets. Like everybody's doing around 10 minutes or whatever. I do have to tell you about this one girl, though, that this has never happened to me before. I got kind of molested.
1: Nice. After my set. I love when that happens.
0: This girl, she's like, you were so funny. She was drunk. She's like, you were so funny. And she hugged me. And I'm like, okay, that's normal. I hugged. Guys and girls, after the shows, that's normal. Then she kissed me on the cheek. I was like, "All right, it might be getting a little, (laughs) a little much." Then she started putting her her hands through my hair, like running her fingers through my hair, and just started swirling my hair. (laughs) Then, did it feel good though? I'm just standing there. I'm in shock. I'm like, "What is happening right now?" Then she grabs my hips and pelvic thrusts her vagina (laughs) into my balls, and then she turns around and starts forcibly twerking her butt into my, my crotch area, just ramming her butt into my crotch. In front of everybody. In front of everybody. And I just stood there, shell-shocked, and I felt like I got molested. And I looked at the bouncer, and he just looked at me, and he goes, ah, and he shrugged. <laughs> he's like, I don't know, I don't know, man. And John McCarthy was with me. He was in the bathroom the whole time, and he came out, he's like, what happened? Because I had this like, shocked look <laughs> on my face. I was like, dude, I cannot believe you were gone for all that. I just had the weirdest thing happen to me.
1: What venue did that happened at?
0: In Venice, Venice Underground.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I could see that people get crunk in Venice on the weekdays. I for guess. Some I was
0: just like <clears throat> I was like, This girl like this girl molested me.
1: Well, that means your set was hot fire. I guess. Or she was just super drunk. Who knows the real or it was reason? Or it's a
0: combination of the both. <laughs> Probably a combination of both. Well least, that was bizarre. At least
1: you're not skeezy. You know how many comics I know out here that would've took that girl home? Which is technically rape.
0: i mean yeah
1: i saw some posts uh, a couple days ago where they're like who named the the rapist in your city the rapist comic in your city people were dropping names
0: isn't that crazy oh Oh, my goodness
1: oh boy boy. there's also a underground there's a women's ucb page they out people
0: um we'll talk about it off the podcast but one of our friends that we know just got outed from a team for being too crass to women. Well, if the allegations
1: are true, that's good. You you don't want a right. a dangerous guy around you for sure. Right. I mean, I and think I guess
0: that he admitted. I guess he admitted. Like, yeah, I was in the wrong. I apologize. Oh, it was well. mainly verbal stuff. It was just verbal, like okay. saying like things.
1: I don't know why dudes are like that, man. Just if a girl if a girl doesn't like me, I just stop talking to her. I'm like, it's over. Yeah, I'm not gonna try and force my way in there. That's crazy.
0: There's plenty of other fish in the sea that, that yeah. will bite. You know, especially
1: what I'm saying? in LA. I mean, even if you gotta lower your standards, don't try and be aggressive, guys. Advice from Justin. Um, <laughs> the uh, I was gonna say, uh, did you, um, I was in uh, I got pushed in a pool this weekend.
0: Whoa, did you have your cell phone out of your pocket?
1: I did, but I was so mad that I could have had cuz they didn't They didn't check? No, they just pushed me in.
0: Dude, that? I was
1: like uh, I was like this I haven't had some seen that happen to somebody since I was in high school. I was like adults don't I mean, It was yeah. a 40-year-old guy that threw me in there.
0: Was he drunk? What was going no, on? No, he just like a thought
1: it'd be funny cuz he made a couple people laugh and I was like I don't, and I don't know him. That was the crazy thing. What? I don't know
0: him. Oh, dude, I would have been furious if I didn't know the guy. I'd be like, dude, we're not cool like that. What are you talking about? I know. If it, was, if it was a close friend or whatever. That's different. If you push me in a pool at a I pool would, party, I'd be like, ah, whatever. I he would got never me.
1: push someone in a pool because I know they have their phone in their pocket, most likely. Like, dude, that's... yeah.
0: This ain't the 90s.
1: <laughs> All right. But what's crazy is that, uh, one of my my, my uh, it was a fr- a friend or a friend of a friend of my agent, so I like I just had to sit there and just I like I can't cause oh. a, a scene at this party. Oh no! My charger was in my pocket, so I lost my charger. I was like, you know what? It's just twenty bucks. Your uh, charger's
0: in your pocket. Yeah. Did you tell the guy?
1: What? No, I was like, I can't, I can't cause a scene. I'm just like, I was like, it's twenty bucks. It's okay. It's okay,
0: dude. It's twenty bucks. I, I would, I wouldn't have done that. <laughs> I couldn't have done that. I would have been like, dude, you owe me a charger, like. Yeah, this was a funny laugh, but yeah, you owe me twenty bucks for my charger. <laughs> yeah,
1: twenty bucks for your laugh.
0: Uh, this guy must be the unfunniest dude ever. <laughs> if he, if that's the only laugh, that's he can how, get.
1: that's how he gets. This his freaking laughs.
0: high school jock! Don't even get me started on this douchebag <laughs> that I don't even know. Oh man, that just riles me up just hearing about that story.
1: So, yeah, so,
0: guys, my phone's okay, and now I'm thinking about, I'm like, that was a close
1: call, iPhone 6.
0: Oh, yeah, wait, you got an iPhone 6? Yeah, baby. When did you get that? You've had, like,
1: a rough iPhone for a while. Yeah, uh, because I could never get an upgrade, because they were going to take away my unlimited internet.
0: So what happened?
1: So my brother, I found out, he's like, if you send me your phone, you can just have my upgrade. So I was like, okay. Okay. Fuck what? it. So he
0: gave me his upgrade. How cool, your brother?
1: I know. Well, I think it's more that he's poor because <laughs> he didn't want to. Because you know, when you get a free upgrade, you have to pay the tax on the phone. Well, yeah, he didn't want to pay tax.
0: Dude, you're so like, I'm like, gonna make <laughs> this an investment, yeah, for I was like, sure. Okay. So. Yeah, dude, isn't your internet and everything so much faster? Dude, it's
1: the cameras like a million times better. Oh,
0: of course, man. Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: Then I found out the iPhone Seven comes out next month. So. Hey,
0: <laughs> don't worry about that. The iPhone Six. Takes amazing pictures, all that stuff. So Yeah. Happy so. for you. dude. That's dope. You know? Dude, I went back to Flappers for the oh boy. F- first time in years. I,
1: haven't got I stopped going to Flappers. That place sucked the soul out of me, unless you're like there on a Friday or Saturday.
0: So I did their audition, Mike. I haven't been there in years.
1: Oh, well, you didn't pass that already?
0: The Uncle Clyde's one? Uh, I mean, no, the Uncle Clyde's is a contest that they do. The, this the audition mic is just for shows. Okay. They audition. They were auditioning for, basically, they sent out multiple emails. They were like, we're looking for MCs, features, and headliners. And I was like, you know what? I haven't been there a long time. And in the email, it said, if you haven't been up in over a year, we'll see you first. And I was like, boom. Haven't <laughs> been there in over a year. That's great. I am I, guaranteed to get up. It's not like a lottery. I'm going to do it. Yeah. I did it. And uh they have this thing called the pizza spot where the judges <laughs> the, oh, it ju- sounds horrible. the judges vote and uh whoever had the best set of the night gets uh a set the following day and they get a free pizza. If if uh <laughs> <laughs> Okay. If uh if you win. I got the pizza spot. You got the pizza spot. <laughs> yeah. Oh you got the pizza. Yeah, the yeah, best, and, uh, So you must have crushed it. Yeah, but um that's I mean, this is get, podcast listeners, this is just a, a small victory. Um in, in reality, I was going up against some people who it was their first time doing stand up <laughs> or they'd only been doing stand up recently. There's a there's a few people who had been doing it longer like, that? I knew. Six years, baby.
1: Six years Here's what I get, I
0: get a pizza spot. <laughs> uh, so I took it, man. I I went back the next day did the and you get a free spot out of it so I did the spot I they were the pizza oven was broken so I got a free cheeseburger <laughs> and uh went with my buddy John McCarthy and then on Friday I got an email I got dates for uh, to feature over a weekend in Claremont oh yeah so it was totally worth it yeah that's awesome yeah it was great I did two like really strong sets back to back days and and I've also like, auditioned for the Booker multiple times. So okay. he had seen me over the years and and stuff. And so he gave me some feature dates. So now I just got to do good feature dates and hopefully I'll get some back in the rotation in the Burbank Flappers. Oh, there you go, man. I'm just trying to get more stage time, man. Just trying to yeah, keep grinding. No, you know that's, what I mean?
1: that's worth it. Fuck, I might do that. Um, I, if I don't win the pizza spot, that will be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody that just started doing comedy gets the pizza <laughs> spot. <laughs> Ugh. Gambling with my ego. Whatever.
0: So what was the, the, the middle of your, your week like? Because I'll, I'll talk to you about my weekend a uh, little bit, a little bit, and a little bit. Uh, okay. A <laughs> little bit, a little bit, and a little bit.
1: Uh, Middle of my week was taking up, listen, that new Dr. Dre album. Oh, shit. Is it good? It's amazing. Is it really? It's getting universal acclaim from critics, which is hard to do
0: universal acclaim what does that mean for, that means for it's, us it's got it
1: it's got at least an 80 percent on metacritic which is the rotten tomatoes of the film industry wow which is like a very high score so uh it's great you know what's crazy is that i i i, I went to best buy to go uh to go buy it because i because like artists that i really love i will buy their cd like eminem Kendrick Lamar bought his CD, so I went. I was like, all right, I'm going to go. I'm prepared to spend the $17, and they didn't have it because Beats is owned by Apple, so they cut some deal where the album's only available on Apple Music. Wow. So I had I signed up for Apple Music. I was like, all right, this is $10 for the month, cheaper than I, I would have spent. So I get, But I found I get three free months of Apple Music, and... Uh, I think I'm just gonna now pay ten dollars every month once it's over because it's so many albums on there.
0: Wow! So I'm like, this is how they get you. It's how they get you. We signed up for the thirty free day trial of uh, HBO Now, and Maya's already told me that one of her birthday presents that she would like is to extend the subscription. (laughs) I'm like, like, all right, that's what you want.
1: (laughs) Is that? I'll get it for you. Is that expensive? It's like fifteen
0: bucks. 50, oh, but there's like we're watching Ballers right now on HBO. Have you been watching that? Ballers is good, dude. I, I when I was watching, I was like, I think Justin would like this show. But I like I was a big fan of Entourage when that show was on, and it's very similar.
1: Yeah, no, yeah. It's it, I think it's made by the same people. That's why.
0: Yeah, Mark Wahlberg is yeah. one of the executive producers. Yeah,
1: The Rock's so likable, man.
0: He really is. He's, I mean, there's only every once in a while he'll do something with his acting. I'm like, eh. but for the most part, I find him a very good actor.
1: Yeah. He's I mean, super likable. He only
0: did this one thing that uh, a, my, a, one of my acting teachers used to call being a psychic actor <laughs> is when you react to something before they, they, they say, say something. And this guy was like yelling at him. He's like, uh, he's like, oh, you cling to, to my client because uh, you didn't have parents of your own. And before he said parents of your own, The Rock had already turned around <laughs> and was looking at him.
1: That could also be just horrific editing.
0: Oh, that, that's very true. Yeah. yeah, if if he... Oh, I didn't even think about that. Man, I take that back, <laughs> Dwayne The Rock Johnson. You're great. And I love San Andreas.
1: <laughs> you saw that? I did. It was good? Worth it?
0: It was, but the real star of that movie was the, the lead girl's boobs. Crazy. All right. I mean... What was her name? I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> it was just one of the... <laughs> It was just one of those okay. things where it was like they purposely put her in like a low cut top and she was just like running all over the place. And it's like, good grief. How am I supposed to focus on the destruction of the world when those things are bouncing around?
1: Oh, boy. I like it.
0: I'm being a creeper right now. Yeah, it's
1: pretty creepy. It's OK. Uh, in the middle of my week, I was in Phoenix, guys, because uh, it was cheaper to fly to Phoenix for uh, a doctor's appointment, which I told you guys about. So uh, I went to spend all day going doctor's appointments and then uh, hung out with my brother at night. Guess what? I found out of my brother. And uh, he just got his first like real good job. Uh, he's working as an engineer. And because of that, he now, or he actually, he bought a house before he got that job. So he gave me a tour of his new house. And he has uh, his master bedroom. He has a game room. He has a room for his dogs. Didn't have any kids. Uh, and, he's got, he, and he picked up two new dogs. And my parents picked up two new dogs. And that's four fucking dogs. They gotta learn their names. How old's your brother? Uh, he's my stepbrother. He's the same age, two weeks older than me.
0: It's <laughs> like, ooh, ooh. How much of a failure did you feel like whenever <laughs> he was giving you the tour of the house?
1: I was just like, fuck, this is awesome.
0: Does he like his job?
1: Yeah, for the most part, yeah.
0: I wow. mean, he's not an artist,
1: so he doesn't need to like not have a boss like me.
0: Lucky guy. So, uh, C- congrats to your your stepbrother, man. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, and he and then he went. He's like, "Yeah, I'm going to Hawaii." He goes on vacation all the time. He goes on vacation every other month because they don't have kids and I, he's
0: got money. I told Maya that there's a small chance that I could be going to the Maui Comedy Festival, um, and she's like, "Maui? <laughs> Seriously, you're gonna be doing comedy in Maui?" I was like, "Maybe." You're like oh, you got to go to the coolest places sometimes. <laughs> I'm like I was like uh if I had a plus one, you know I'll take you. <laughs> I can't afford your ticket.
1: Out of pocket that's expensive.
0: I actually spent a lot of time with Maya and her family this weekend cuz we went to Disneyland for you her brother's Disneyland? uh her her brother's birthday.
1: How old is her brother turning? He's Like 13, 14?
0: Uh no, he turned 30 her older brother. Oh,
1: older brother. Yeah. Okay. yeah. How was it? It's always weird going to Disneyland with like a family that's not yours,
0: I feel. It was good, man. They're, her family's very nice. Uh, you know, in general, I'm not a fan of Disneyland.
1: I'm not either. I don't know why people think it's so magical. I'm like, it's fucking hot. They don't have shade really anywhere. And it's like you're walking everywhere, and the rides aren't even that good. California Adventure's way better,
0: but everyone loves Disneyland. You know what I think it is? I think it's it's truly the nostalgia factor, because... They all went there every year when they were a kid, so they love it. I never went there when I was a kid, so I, I don't have either. that tie. But also too, even I used to go to the this theme park in Kansas City called Worlds of Fun was the name of it. Worlds of Fun. We'd go there every <laughs> single year. And it was a, a great theme park. Name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, great theme park, but as an adult, I d I don't think I really like I don't think I like theme parks anymore.
1: Yeah, so you went back as an adult,
0: you said? I haven't been back there, but my brother and sister one year, whenever I was visiting back in Kansas, they were like, oh, wouldn't it be fun if we went to Worlds of Fun? I was like, no. I like, I don't want to do that. I think it's because we have to deal with random strangers and crowds, like with stand-up all the time. Yeah, you're not about it. another thing is like, I mean I'm grateful that crowds come out and stuff like that. But do you know what I mean? Like it's a difference whenever you're wanting to relax, you kinda don't want to be around a ton of yeah, people.
1: I'd rather just be around like one. Since 1%. we're around
0: strangers all the time. All day. It's like whenever day. so it's like whenever you're off work, you don't really want to do that, if that makes sense. But I I just don't think that I enjoy it anymore too, because you have to wait in lines and i have become a little bit less patient over the years with certain stuff like that because whenever i like worked like i can't go to normal concerts anymore <laughs> without special treatment <laughs> because i because i've been spoiled i've been spoiled because i used to work at a radio station in Kansas City where i would oh, go backstage see, yeah. i'd meet the bands and i would have a com- the comfort of standing wherever i wanted to and not crammed into like an outdoor venue where you're like bumping into people and you can't see over the tall guy in front of you. I'm that guy. Uh, I remember girls literally being like, ah, we got a tall guy in front of us. We <laughs> can move. I was like, do you want me to move? Like, cause I heard all that and they're like, eh. and I was like, oh, just ask me, just <laughs> ask me. Don't talk. There's okay. no way don't, you can move. You're don't be... talk behind my back, literally behind my back. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Disneyland, for the case of the story, I had, it was, I had a it was fine.
1: I had a similar castles and coasters was our theme park in Phoenix, and uh, I took my brothers and sisters there last Christmas because they were like, oh yeah, we'll go, and it I was like, man, I am not this is not as much fun as I remember it because yeah, it's all the lines, but then I was also realizing all the safety violations that they have. They have a like a seventeen year old operating the roller coaster. I'm like.
0: What's happening here? I don't know, dude. They kept uh, on Pirates of the Caribbean ride. I think somebody kept trying to get out of the boat because, <laughs> like, they have this—you know—the music playing, and you're like going through, and you're seeing all the uh, animatronic robots or whatever. There was a girl who kept coming in over the arm. Please keep all hands and arms inside the boat at all times, thank you. And then, like, a couple minutes would go by, and she's like, "Seriously, please <laughs> do not stand up." Keep your arms and legs inside the vehicle at all times. Enjoy your stay at Disneyland.
1: <laughs> Dude, whenever, do you ever just miss, sometimes I miss having coworkers. There's like a bond there that I don't have anymore. I mean, I have comics, yes, then I'm friends with actors, but it's different with someone you're seeing every single day.
0: Um, Yes and no, because I feel like I have that at the comedy store because I go there almost every single day. Mm -hmm. So I kind of, some of those people are kind of like, you know, they're essentially coworkers. Mm -hmm. But there's a difference. Like at Starbucks, I definitely miss, uh, there's a bond, there's a different kind of bond whenever you're working with people at a job that you both don't enjoy. Yeah, you all hate the job. You all hate it equally, so you are relating on that. With stand-up comedians, we all, for the most part, that's why we're doing stand-up is we love it. Mm -hmm. But, So there's a different energy that goes with it. You can't... I mean, there's things to rag on uh, about the different clubs and stuff like that. But at Starbucks, you'd be like, oh, these customers are the worst. (laughs) Like, you could just complain about whatever.
1: So look at you. You're talking behind
0: people's backs. You're part of the problem. What?
1: So you don't like those concert people talking behind your back. And look at you talking about customers. It's called Uh, karma.
0: No, I would talk to customers. That is a terrible example. I will talk to customers... (laughs) To their face, I'd be like, oh. Ugh. it's like, is this no. really, is this really worth it? Like, <laughs> OK, OK, fine. You win. I'd say that kind of stuff. Can I talk to your manager? Yeah, sure. <laughs> whatever you need.
1: You never got in trouble at Starbucks ever? You never got yelled at at I, a job?
0: I got yelled at by the bosses, but for, mainly it was for joking around or going too slow. That was the main reasons. <laughs> That's well, the main reasons.
1: I, used to always, I, I always had a problem with showing up late to work. I would always be late, which I'm never late to normal I was things. never
0: late. I was always on time. I always worked decently hard enough. I was a C average at Starbucks. Yeah. Maybe a little less. <laughs> I used to get in trouble because uh, we were only supposed to take
1: half-hour breaks, and I would take an hour and a half break because I would fall asleep. I would take a nap, and then, uh, you know, but whatever. All those days are behind us now. Just look to the future. We're our own bosses, Jeremiah. We're our own bosses and
0: we're our own employees. Dude, I want to give a shout out to my buddy Jeff Ross. Um, he paid for my flight to Montreal and that made my life way easier than having to, you know, come up with the money out of pocket for that trip. That's so, awesome. Uh, shout out to Shout you. out, buddy. Love you, man. Justin, you want to close this podcast with anything?
1: No, I think we covered it all, guys.
0: What we, what we talk about, man? We talk about theme parks. Uh, all right, the only thing I'll close oh, out on wait, this. We got to talk about the Jim Carrey thing. Oh, yeah. I can't believe we didn't talk about that. We just saw a Variety,
1: a variety article that Jim Carrey is shooting a pilot for Showtime in the fall about the uh, 1970s comedy scene.
0: Dude, I hope that they shoot at the comedy store.
1: <laughs> First thing I thought. When I read that, was, oh, this is really cool. The second thought was, like, I need to get an audition for that.
0: (laughs) I mean, that would be... Most likely, they will film at the Comedy Store because out of the three clubs, nothing has changed there. They haven't redesigned anything. They just added new curtains in the main room and new carpeting throughout. But as far as, like, the pictures and everything, it's the exact same setup. It's pretty crazy. Do they put... Whenever I watch 70s shows, like, do they put,
1: like, a color grading? they color correct it differently? Because it always just they looks... They do. Okay, older.
0: Yeah, they, they, it's a it's a more washed-out look. You know what I mean? It's yeah. An, it, like, the colors don't pop quite as much.
1: Like they do now. Yeah. I always wondered how they did that. That's
0: yeah, why I'm just, asking
1: you, Mr. Editor.
0: Color grading, man. Yeah. <laughs> Depends on what kind of look you want. Well. Not that I'm a color specialist, but I've done enough where it's like, all right, yeah. They got their own looks. You know what you're yeah. talking about. Yeah. Do you, right. want, do you want to plug any shows?
1: Uh, Yeah, guys. Well, you know what? I haven't plugged Fusion in a while. Come out to Fusion. Value oh. Menu Presents. Value. I guess it's actually technically called Value Menu Presents, although I did hear some rumblings about us calling it that because uh, we're not Value Menu.
0: Uh, what? Yeah. You had oh. some people complaining?
1: I heard some rumblings.
0: About they like, what? why do
1: they even call it? value menu The value menu doesn't even do that show anymore and I was like
0: I don't know man <laughs> oh they're mad uh, well that must have been some of our old fans I guess so and we're tricking them into uh, they don't know that we're about to do stand-up
1: <laughs> uh, fuck them except uh, yeah so come to that check out my Twitter my website which was uh, created by Jeremiah Watkins and uh, and then I got another, I think I got on the show at the old haha Maybe it's a new haha. I don't know the fucking difference now.
0: Shaky Town is the new Shaky one. Shaky right? Town,
1: yeah, that's what it's. Oh, it's the new one then. Yeah, so Shaky uh,
0: Town Live. Come to that. Cool man. I will be um, tonight. Stand up on the spot at the Comedy Store. Sold out. Joe Rogan, Steve Renazisi, Bobby Lee, Tony Baker, J.D. Cappetta, Tony Hinchcliffe, Steve Glickman, myself. It's gonna be an amazing time. And then uh, stick around for roast battle after that. Then Valley Mini presents on Wednesday, 10.30 p.m. in the DCT. Then uh, later on this weekend, midnight snack at the improv Saturday night with Avery Pearson, Josh Adam Myers, and myself. I'll be playing saxophone and co-hosting that show. It's a lot of fun. Thank you guys so much for tuning into the building Years. Check out JeremiahWatkins.tv or youtube.com slash jeremiahwatkins. Got some new impression videos up there. Check them out at Jeremiah Standup on Twitter. Email the building years at gmail.com, and that is a lot of plugs in a very short amount of time. I'm Jeremiah Watkins. But you handled it like champion. There you go.
1: I'm Justin Alexio.
0: Let's fuck. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so unsure. I love it. I, I'm going to take that back.